Welcome back to Reality with Twist. My name's Gabriel. I'm Gunner Real. I'm Dylan. I'm Ben Real. I'm Jeremy Real. <laughs> Dylan, you want to fix yours at all? Yeah, I'm Den. <laughs> De- what? <laughs> I'm Dylan Real. There you go. Yes. Welcome back. Um, the as of you know three days ago as we were recording this, the podcast is officially a year old. One year oh, old. So cute. Yes, this is our first episode that we're coming out with after our year anniversary, and I think that deserves a review from you on Spotify and a follow on our Instagram at rwatpod. And also, as always, please. Send us an email at realitywithatwistpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can send suggestions for episodes, whatever you want. You could just say hi. We'll respond. Um, so I want to l- oh. let's do it. Let's do a streamer or not a streamer. Like what are those little birthday horns? What are those called? Air horn? No, like a like the, you know, where you, like you blow into it. No, no, no. Like, it's more like, like this. Cu- no, 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 Jeremy. It's more like. <laughs> yes let's let's get one of those let's get a, one of those sound effects real quick yeah celebrate right. the one year wow. all right and another way i want to celebrate the one year if you guys are down is please grab your emergency banana that you have to the left of your podcast recording booth and uh, peel it oh my and gosh. <laughs> mine was on the right oh no <laughs> Uh, peel it and take a bite. And after you take a bite, please, I want you guys to try to describe the taste of a banana using only five words. Wait, are we actually supposed to eat it right now? Yeah, take a bite or two. Okay. Oh, man. I ate I, uh, one bite. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Didn't even chew. <laughs> Bro, eat that thing like it's a hot dog competition. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I want to go through all of us and uh, just give me five words off the top of your head that you can describe the taste of that banana. Uh, We'll start with Gunner. Mm. Divine. (laughs) Exquisite. Ornate. Ornate. (laughs) Impeccable. Yes. Got one more. Yummy. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. A lot of compliments to the banana. Um, Dylan. All right. Here we go. It tastes like a banana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's great. That's five <laughs> words. Thank you very much. All right, Ben. Um, okay. Uh, just based on the taste or the, just the general banana? General, um, general banana, but more so the taste and texture. Okay. Uh, yellow. Yes. Uh, squishy. do be tasting yellow. Yeah, do be tasting yellow. <laughs> and then what was your second word? Sorry. Squishy. Squishy. That's a good one. Purple word. <laughs> <laughs> squishy. <laughs> Squishy's a purple word. <laughs> Um, soft, soft, cool, subtle, 
And good. Good. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's a good one. Hold up. Before we move on to Jeremy, I'm sorry this is off topic. Ben, why did you change your profile picture to when I was building my desk in my old apartment? (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering when you guys would notice that. (laughs) Ben always changes his profile picture. It's always got to be Dylan. Classic Ben. Alright. Ben, Ben, if you have an answer, feel free to say it, but if not, we will move on to Jeremy. Uh, I'm going to keep it under wraps for now. (laughs) Okay. Jeremy, what are your five words? Sustainable. Okay. Sustainable. That's interesting. Stringy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Even. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Depending on the banana. Um, sweet. Has anyone said that one? That yeah, that's a, that's a good one. And um, it, it feels like uh, oh um, it's it's a it's a meaty fruit. It's got a lot okay. of a lot of meat to it, not a lot of water. Yeah, that's actually that's a very good one. Yeah, meaty. That's an interesting word choice, but yeah, I like it. Uh, my, you actually took two of my five words. I, I said cool, creamy, mild, sweet, and stringy. Um, those are my five words to, and and all, honestly, all of those are good words that describe the everyday banana that you'd find at your local Walmart, Target, Kroger, whatever. But what is the normal banana? As Americans, we always just assume that bananas are bananas. You know, like it's not a, it's it's a type of fruit. It's not like a breed of fruit, if you know what I mean. But like literally almost any other fruit, bananas have a large number of varieties, usually selectively bred by humans to enhance specific traits like sweetness, seed size, texture, etc. So in normal reality with a twist fashion, I don't know if you guys can tell, but we're talking about bananas today. (laughs) I I don't think I ever just said that outright. (laughs) I thought we were talking about coconuts. (laughs) But in normal reality with a twist fashion, we're going to do a quiz. But this time, things are going to work a little bit differently. Are you guys ready to hear these rules? Yeah. I'm down. Okay. There won't be a winner in this game. Only a loser. So, yeah. The loser's punishment is that their odds uh, at the end of our show today cannot be higher than 10. No matter what their odds is. But, and to add to that, even if they don't hit, if we have a descending odds, they have to do it. Um, so like, no, if, yeah, if none of us hit, they, they by default have to do the descending odds, but there is a bright side for them. They get two votes on what the descending odds will be. So if there's one that they think will be easier, they have twice the amount of votes to try to get themselves the easier odds. Um, so let's, yeah, I mean, if there's something obviously horrible, like jump out of a window, obviously they don't have to do that. But I think you guys, I trust you that you won't vote for that one for them. So, yeah, this is, this is really just only a loser. You guys understand? Wow. Guys, I'm I'm kind of scared for this. <laughs> I'm not. What, what if we what if we work together so that none of us are losers? Oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Unsportsmanlike conduct, Dylan. <laughs> OK. 
Okay. Wait, um, wait. What if there's a tie? If there's a tie, we'll figure something out. We might do Ben's tried and true guess a number. Um, <laughs> I tried to do an amount of questions that won't lead to a tie, but you know, it's always possible. Okay. So what question one, what is the most commonly bought v- banana variety in the United States and the world? Uh, so a is Picano Ricardo. B is the Cavendish. C is the Mashala, and D is the common yellow. Which one of these is the most common banana variety in the United States? Repeat. Repeat those one more time. Yes. A, Picano Ricardo. B, Cavendish. C, Mashala. Or D, common yellow. I'm going to say the... I think the common yellow was thrown in there to throw us off. Okay. I'm going to say the Picano Ricardo. Picano Ricardo, okay. I'm going to say Cavendish. Gunner says Cavendish. Whatever B was. Cavendish. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to say uh, common yellow. Common yellow, okay. Well, B was right. Uh, So Gunnar and Dylan, you guys have one point and you guys are one step closer to not being the biggest loser today. The most common, and I'd venture to say the only banana any of us have ever eaten has been the Cavendish banana. So it's known for its sweet, sweet floral taste and smooth, soft flesh with no visible seeds. It's no wonder why this banana has taken over the world commercially. The source I looked at also described the banana as melon-like with hints of vanilla. Do you guys agree with that? Like, take another bite of your banana. Do you think it's melon-like with hints of vanilla? I I'd say I'd taste the vanilla. Vanilla, Gunner. What did you say? I ate all my banana. <laughs> <laughs> would you Would you agree though? Uh, I mean, I can like lick the peel, and maybe if I can get something yeah. from that. Yeah, if you could do that for us real quick. Yeah, I can definitely yeah. see that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anybody else, do you guys agree with melon-like with hints of vanilla to describe the famous Cavendish variety? Uh, I mean, k- k- kind of. I mean, I didn't really get much time to taste it, more just to absorb it. <laughs> does it say, wait, does it say what brand it is on the sticker? Um, that's Yeah, that's a brand of banana, but that's not the variety of banana. So like Chiquita, oh, okay. yeah, that Chiquita is the brand that, that produces um, Cavendish bananas. Can we can we just go back to the fact that Dylan doesn't taste things; he absorbs them. Yeah. <laughs> man, man, man ate it in zero bites. He just swallowed that thing. Roger needs sustenance, guys. <laughs> yeah, Roger been needing some. Uh, like, wait, what's what are bananas good for? What are fit, 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 cal- calcium? He needs calcium. calcium. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Famously, bananas have a lot of calcium. I guess I don't know. So the Cavendish Actually, it's potassium. Yeah, very true. Shut uh, up. <laughs> <laughs> Roger was wrong this time, Dylan. Face it. Um so the Cavendish banana is a very old banana, being traced back to before 1829, when some bananas that were taken to England were propagated in a glass house by a gardener, Joseph Paxton. The banana slowly spread around the world until the 1900s when it exploded in popularity and became the world's most popular banana, prized for its, 
for its ability to withstand extremely long shipping distances and its aforementioned deliciousness. Are you guys ready for question two? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Where did the Cavendish banana originally come from? A. Honduras. B. Peru. C. The Philippines. Or D. China. What present day country did the Cavendish banana originally come from? I'm going to say Philippines. Philippines? Okay. Peru. Peru? Okay. I'm going to say Honduras. Honduras? Okay. Uh, I'm scared now. I'm going to I'm going oh, it's between Honduras and Philippines. Let's say Philippines. Philippines. Okay, unfortunately, not a single one of you got it right. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was China. It was China. Uh, just, oh. <laughs> Uh, Wait, hang on. Oh, my gosh. I was thinking of, um, you guys know the Magic Treehouse books, right? Yes. There was one book where it was in, like, uh, it was, like, China or the Philippines. I couldn't remember which one it was, but they talked about a banana tree in that one. Oh, that could have that could have saved you. Um, oh, it, was, it did take place in China. I now just remembered. Uh, so, it is believed that the banana, uh, the Cavendish banana, came from China and was brought to England after it arrived at the island of Maritus, I think. I, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. I even looked up a pronunciation, but I still feel like I'm not pronouncing it right. Maritus, Maritus. Um, the Cavendish hasn't always been the world's favorite banana, though. Uh, there used to be another uh, another that was on the similar level of commercial availability. And a lot of people say it was a lot better than the Cavendish. It's been so long since this banana was common. None of us or even our parents would have ever had the likelihood of trying this. Uh, similarly sweet, mysterious banana. We're going to jump right into question three. What was this banana called? A, the Pequeno Ricardo. B, the Mild Delicious. C, the Gros Miquel. Or D, the Amarilla... Gru- Gru- I can't even pronounce this. <laughs> Amarilla Grosa. Gr- Grusa? It's it's Spanish. I'm sorry, guys. Wait, <laughs> hey, Amarilla? Amaria Grusa, I guess. I, I didn't mean to roll my R Maria like Maria Grusa. Yes. So there's Pequeno Ricardo, Mild Delicious, Gros Miquel, or Amaria Grusa. Gros Miquel. Gros Miquel, okay. Gros Miquel. Gros Miquel, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll hop on the, the bandwagon. Gros Miquel. Good job, guys. You knew that. Yeah. Gross nice. Mikel. Yes. Yes. It's, yes. It, it means Big Mike. Um, and Pequeno <laughs> Ricardo means Little Richard. I, I did that one myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so the Gross Mikel was the most popular banana on the same level as the Cavendish is today. If you walked into a Kroger any time before the 50s or any store that was around back then, you would see Gross Mikels as the only banana available. People often say the Gros Miquel is the reason that banana-flavored things don't actually taste like bananas, uh, as the banana flavor was based on the Gros Miquel instead of the Cavendish, meaning banana flavor might be the closest and cheapest way we can try to get a taste of the Gros Miquel today. Do you guys like the like the banana flavor, or have you always been disappointed it doesn't taste like a banana? I like banana Laffy Taffy. That is the, <laughs> no, that's the goaded. Oh my God, that is the best one. I like the oh, jokes no. on Laffy Taffy. You like what? I like the jokes on the Laffy Taffy. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes that was very good jokes always on the Laffy Taffy. Um, 
All right. Any any other opinions on the uh, on the gro- on the flavor of artificial banana? I don't. I don't like it. it. You don't like it? Okay. No. Yeah, me neither. I I you had a hear a joke on the laughing. <laughs> okay, Ben, say what you're gonna say. Then yes, let's let's hear the joke, Jeremy. <laughs> I had a banana flavored Tootsie Pop the other day. Oh. And it was one of the worst things I've ever. That sounds tasted. disgusting. That's the problem. Why would that ever exist to begin with? Yeah. What? Ew. Yeah, I don't know. It was like this variety pack that I mean, it had like pomegranate, blackberry, raspberry, uh, all the mango. We're, it had all these different like unique flavors, but the banana one just w- shouldn't have been there. Yeah. What? We're, okay. Were the were the? You said it was Tootsie Pop. Were the Tootsie like rolls themselves flavored like that, or was it the pop that was flavored like that? Just the pop. The that's, Tootsie was still in there. That's disgusting. I don't like the, Tootsie rolls though. <laughs> The pomegranate one was the best one I've ever had, though. So I bet. Oh my god. Uh, okay, Jeremy. What, what what is the joke on the Laffy Taffy? <laughs> oh boy, that's a good one. <laughs> Why don't birds follow directions? Why, Jeremy? They like to wing it. <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> <laughs> That was so scary because it was like muffled, but also really sped up because of my internet. <laughs> Same here. That laugh was so terrifying. Uh, okay. Who was the one laughing? That was me. <laughs> Jeremy says horrendous joke. Gabe. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Getting getting back on track. Back on banana, guys. Focus on the banana, please. Focusing. Uh, That's not the first time you've ever said that, is it, Gabe? Shut <laughs> up. I've no I've had no problem with Dylan focusing on the banana. He's he did it in zero bites. He's really good at it. But you guys <laughs> Listen, you gotta stop mentioning my banana eating up here. I'm subconscious. <laughs> okay. Okay. Back, back oh my on gosh. Gross Me Cows. You can still find Gross Me Cows, but they're pretty rare and expensive. Most of the listings I saw online were for the plants themselves, not the bananas. But there was one seller based in Miami selling the bunches of bananas themselves. I'm super curious. Uh, they were sold at a minimum of three pounds and costed a hundred dollars for three pounds of gross Michaels. bananas that used to cost pennies, pennies like for a bunch. Um, but yeah, so a hundred bucks for only a few bunches of these bananas. I'm going to say if this episode gets a thousand listens by the net by next month, which literally won't happen, uh, I will personally purchase three pounds of gross Michaels to try on the podcast because I'm still really <laughs> curious. So if you guys get this to a thousand listens on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, uh, by next month, I will personally spend ninety-seven United States dollars on gross Michaels to try. Would you guys want to try them? If I, if I got yeah. a three pound, yeah, sure, okay. yeah, sure, get us there, not? fellas, get us there, guys, um, and we'll do that. Okay, so this all begs the question: Why is the gross Michaels so hard to find today? Uh, so this is our third question, I believe. Is this our yeah, no, fourth question? My bad. A, the gross Mikhail became a symbol for communism due to them being grown in Cuba and the U.S. waged a, war, a propaganda war against the gross Mikhail. Uh, a white, B, is a widely publicized lawsuit arising from a person slipping on a banana peel in a store 
ruined the banana's reputation and created the cartoon <laughs> trope of banana peels being slippery. C, the, C, the Cavendish was advertised as healthier than the Gross Mikel and became one of the first health fads in the United States. Or D, the Gross Mikel nearly went extinct. It, it, it nearly went extinct. That's the yeah, only one that makes sense. That's what I'm thinking too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're trying okay. to throw in the Cuba one because it was around the same time, but I do remember. H- hang on, hang on. I'm going to say A. You're going to say A? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me write a few things down real quick. Uh, except Ben. Okay, all got one point except for Ben. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> The, the Cavendish and the Gross Mikel plants are unique in the fact that they aren't grown by seeds, as most commercially available bananas don't even have any visible seeds to grow from. Like, just take a look in your banana. Uh, can you see any seeds in this thing? No. Um, oh, I ate it. Yeah, that's, that is another issue. Um, but this, of course, makes a much better eating experience, but it also creates a bit of a problem for these plants. Instead of having sexual reproduction, creating ever-changing, evolving Whoa. plants that are... Uh, uh, evolving plants they are instead planted by vegetative means uh the banana plants them, themselves are literally cut at their base when the tree starts growing pups or suckers which is just like little offshoots of banana trees from the mother tree uh they're just tiny sections of the plant that when cut off with some roots can grow a new genetically identical banana tree it is the exact same plant um this is awfully convenient for farmers and consumers, obviously, because we get the same banana every time with no seeds. But as you guys can probably guess, it's really bad for the plant. If if there's just a, a hundred million gabes and one of us gets the flu and then dies, all of us are getting the flu and dying. Um, so in essence, all Cavendish bananas are the exact same tree or all Gross Mikels uh, are the exact same tree, just cut and spread countless times. And unfortunately for those gross Mikels, it was especially susceptible to, P- to Panama disease, which is a fungal growth that completely kills the banana tree. Uh, not only does it kill, it spreads like wildfire. And these bananas just aren't able to, they, they just die. Um, since all these trees are the same plant, there was almost no chance for a tree to somehow fight off the disease. Um, and the tree went virtually extinct as well as the banana. So... Don't worry, that was virtually. This is reality. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So in virtual reality, uh, in VR, you can't get a gross meat cow. But, you know, we're, we're in real life. You can get one. Um, Cavendish bananas are immune to Panama disease, but they're also propagated the exact same way as the gross meat cow. So people believe their time on Earth is limited too. Uh, apparently, there's a new strain of Panama disease that's even more dangerous to bananas. And this time, it can even kill Cavendish. So oh my gosh. it's it's already spreading uh, within Cavendish plants. Uh, all hope is not lost as the article I got this info from was written in 2016. And so far, I mean, have you guys noticed a banana shortage of any of any sort? I mean, I had a banana a second ago. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I still Wait, got no, a banana I... in my hands. <laughs> it, it, ain't, oh, what are <laughs> it ain't getting Panama disease, that banana. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, no, I Thanks. really haven't noticed that like in stores or anything. Yeah. Even like in COVID, you know, there were, I don't think that there's ever like riots for a, a banana shortage or anything. Not like that I know. 38 cents per pound or something. Still. Yeah. Yeah. And at Target, for some reason, it's 19 cents per banana. I've never seen a store price per banana, but whatever. Wow. Um, yes. 
So the worst part of this is that the Cavendish go, if the Cavendish goes the way of the Gross Mikel, we don't really have a, a banana, you know, necessarily to replace it. There's none that we can just immediately start ramping up production and, and have millions and millions and millions of bunches just like that. Um, but I think you guys can agree. This is kind of took a depressing turn for our poor Cavendish banana. Um, how about we shift the tone of the pod and take a look at some other fun varieties of bananas. You guys, that's like good another Laffy Taffy joke. No. Um, yes, but you, you, maybe you can wait another hour. So the first variety we're looking oh. at, <laughs> the first variety we're looking at today is the blue Java banana. And this is also our last question of the show. Uh, oh. So blue Java banana, what popular dessert is the blue Java banana supposed to taste like? Or said to taste like A, vanilla ice cream, B, orange creamsicle, C, chocolate cake, or D, tiramisu. Orange creamsicle. Orange creamsicle. Okay. I don't know. Since we were talking about vanilla taste in the banana, I'm gonna say the vanilla uh, one. Okay. I'm I'm gonna say that one as well. Okay. Oh, let me write a few things down. Are you, are you keeping track of our score? Yes, yes. Okay, sweet. And then I've been... Okay. So, the answer was A, vanilla ice cream. Uh, so every, everybody got a point except for Ben on that one, and that was our last question. So we won't reveal the winner yet. I, I lost, didn't I? We won't <laughs> reveal the loser yet. Um, let's just continue and enjoy some banana varieties. Yay! Uh, so the blue Java banana is a small banana that is kind of bluish when unripe. Um, that's why it's called the blue Java. And pale, yellow, or green when ripe, and then the flesh is white. Uh, it is reportedly uh, it is reported to taste strikingly similar to vanilla ice cream. And it's hardy. It's a hardy banana that can be grown in a wide variety of climates and is especially known for its ability to withstand the cold. So that sounds like a, a wonderful banana. Um, I don't know about you guys, um, but... I don't know. I'm, I'm very curious about the vanilla ice cream thing because I think it's not only a tasting. I think it's a texture thing as well. Um, oh. Yes. Okay. Next banana. Imagine, oh. imagine like cutting that up and putting it into um, into a bowl of vanilla ice cream. Or imagine you won't be able to know the difference. True. Yeah. You'll lose. You'll you'll be lost in the banana sauce. But um, I wonder if like yeah, I wonder with the blue Java if you could like you know how people make like ice cream out of bananas by just freezing them and then like like grinding them up and it's supposed to be yeah like I, I wonder if you did that with the blue java if it'd just be like almost identical to ice cream oh okay are you guys ready for our next banana yes, yes. okay the burrow banana it's a short and thick yellow banana that has a wonderfully lemony uh kind of undertone taste that is seen as sweeter than the cavendish uh they have a few seeds uh, that are reportedly barely noticeable and similar in size to a quinoa seed. So they're really not going to bother you that much when eating these. And texturally, texturally, apparently they're pretty unique as they were soft and creamy on the outside, but kind of crisp on the inside. So like as you bite in, it gets more and more crisp. This one I'm really curious to try actually. So like... that's That sounds interesting. Yes, like a, a citrusy undertoned, very sweet banana that is almost crisp in the in the in the inside that's that's crazy um you guys have any thoughts on the burrow banana 
I will take that as a no. Are you guys ready for our next banana? <laughs> yes. 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 Okay. The gold finger banana is uh, what is currently being hailed as the most likely to replace the Cavendish when the end comes for it. Uh, it was developed in Honduras by a team of scientists with the specific aim of making it pest resistant. Uh, it is only described really as very similar to Cavendish with a hint of an apple flavor, which I am super curious to try. They're supposed to be extremely sweet and delicious. So if they do replace the Cavendish, I'm not going to be too sad because they sound like honestly, like almost better. Um, do you have any thoughts of the Goldfinger banana? <laughs> Isn't yes. that like a James Bond film? Yes, yes. And one of the articles I looked at said, despite being named after like a James Bond villain, there's nothing bad about this banana. It, it, it kind of something corny like that, but yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys ready for our final banana of the night? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. The plantain is a part of the banana family, but extremely far removed from our friend, the Cavendish. They're really only supposed to be eaten after being cooked as they are starchy, thick skinned and low in sugar. From what I can see, you can eat a raw plantain and it will be slightly sweet, but completely lacking banana flavor. So before we get on to our next segment, which one of these bananas would you most likely want to eat? If you, if you had one banana to eat, which one would you most most likely choose? The blue Not Java, plantain. the burrow, the gold finger or the plantain? Gold the gold finger. Goldfinger. Blue Java. See, I'm I'm yeah. more on I'm kind of on Jeremy's side. I think the Blue Java or the Burrow. Yeah, okay. Blue Java agreed. So, I see. Notice none of you guys chose Plantain, which is why we're doing a Plantain taste test. So we all, well, three of us, three of us got Plantains to taste test on the episode. Um, I've instructed all the fellas to buy a normal Cavendish banana as well as a Plantain just for a mini taste test to end this segment out. Unfortunately, two of us were not able to get a plantain, but that's okay. They will just, I guess, suffer through our horrible reactions to this banana. Are you guys ready to try the plantain? I'm so not ready for this. Like, oh my honestly. gosh. Yeah, neither am I. Alrighty, yeah. Oh, it doesn't. Oh. It, it smells like a bug. It, it smells like an insect. <laughs> I, I don't want to eat this. Oh. I'm scared. <laughs> It, okay, it does kind of smell sweet, and it looks like a banana. I can't open this thing. Yeah, I, was I can't either. I was barely able to. Can, uh, I'm, I'm honestly scared to open this now, because what if there's like a giant bug in it? There's no bug. It just smells like a bug, because it's not very sweet smelling. It smells like a bug? I think it kind of smells like a bug. Like a okay, beetle I, or something? I, I, oh. I can't open this. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> me, me when I try to open my banana. <laughs> Can you make the noise again? Please. No. <laughs> I, 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 I'm game. I can't open it. Um, do you want to? Might you want to cut it? Yeah, we might. We might take a little intermission. You guys can uh, get some tools to cut your bananas. What am I, 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 I going to get to? I'm slowly getting it. Try to open it from the bottom. Don't oh, monkeys do that? And there goes the whole stem. Oh. That. I'm just gonna break it in half. Yeah, yeah, do that. Oh, that I heard also that. didn't help. Okay. Yeah, let, let's take you a little smash break. Smash it against your dad. Uh, <laughs> knife or something. 
So uh, it appears have you guys all have you guys all opened your bananas? Unfortunately, or your plantains? Yes. Uh, only a few hiccups uh, to open this. <laughs> we got a lovely picture of Gunner's banana, which might be the episode announcement for this episode on Friday. Uh, <laughs> uh, are, um, you, are you guys ready, Gabe? I, I don't. I don't want my banana getting out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. I say we do this one at a time. I say we do this one at a time in order. Uh, let's just do like Dylan first, then Gunner, then me. Is that? Do you guys want to do that? Sure. Alrighty, here we go. Down the hatch. Uh, (laughs) Dylan, are you good? (laughs) (laughs) Why is it dry? (laughs) It's starchy. There's there's (laughs) potatoey. There's potato in this thing? <laughs> oh, no! Right. Gunner, did okay. you try it? Are you ready? I'm, I'm, I'm taking my bite now. Okay. Oh, what the fuck? It's still in my mouth. I need to get my other banana. I need to get my other banana. Yeah, I, I purposely uh, kept some of my other banana. I'm going to try to get it down. Okay, you guys ready for me trying? Yeah. All right. Oh god! Oh, oh I gotta spit god. this out. Oh, oh my god! It tastes like a. Oh. <laughs> there's no flavor to it. It's just like it just tastes starchy. It, there's nothing to it. It tastes like a bean boozled, like the one of the bad <laughs> beans. Oh yeah, it's literally like it literally is one of the bean boozled. It's like one of the really crappy ones, and like it doesn't it get stuck in your teeth and like mm-hmm. the top of your mouth, and like you can't get rid of it. And it sucks. That no. was the worst. Oh my god. I was actually oh, able sure. to get it down. I I had I I couldn't even get it in my mouth. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah. So um, we're kind of we're being unfair to the poor plantain because you're supposed to cook them. Uh, ben, you said you've tried cooked plantain before. Is is it okay? Yeah, it was good when I had it, uh, but yeah. it, obviously it was it was cooked and yeah. seasoned. So the the edges of the banana, since they're starchy, first of all, it cooks up to a much more pleasant texture, and also the edges caramelize, so it gets like kind of a crunch and and not quite a sweetness, but like a, just a toasty flavor to it. They're definitely not like a sweet; they're more of like a, a savory that you that you add to dishes. Um, so we're not being par- fair to the poor plantain, but don't eat one raw; they are disgusting. <laughs> so with that being said. Anybody have any final thoughts on bananas today before we wrap up this topic? Don't eat the plantains. Don't eat the plantains. Yes. All right. Banana well, good. Banana good. Yes. Cavendish good. Very curious to try gross Mikel. Okay. Um, that is the end of our banana segment. Uh, would you like to give us our drug fact, Gunner? Uh. I, I forgot to prepare one. Um, let me have a brain blast real quick and think of one, okay? All right, yeah. Uh, do you want to move on to our next segment? No, no I got okay. this. I got this, okay. Gabe. Okay, okay. Brain blast. Brain, brain blast. Brain blast. <laughs> brain blast. All right, I got one. All right, cool. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're talking about the Zulane patch. It's a form of birth control. Uh mm-hmm. And it is instead of maybe you getting a like a depot shot 
or a um, like taking the pill uh, or an IUD. Instead, you get uh, this patch that you can place on your body. Um, but it is incredibly important that you rotate it around so that way your body doesn't absorb too much or too little. Hmm. So it has a bunch of designated areas for you to rotate it around. Very nice. Yep. Is that all for it? That's it. It's it's not a very exciting one, but I figured I'd tell you guys about it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yes. I I actually never heard of it before, (laughs) which I'm a little embarrassed to admit. But uh, if that's all for our drug fact of the day, would you like to move on to Ben's law of the day, Indiana law? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Heck yeah. Uh, so today, uh, I've got a little um, a little information on Indiana's uh, one of Indiana's gun laws. I, I don't want to get into too much controversial yes. stuff here, uh, but this is just purely um, purely to inform. So Indiana, as of let's see, as of July first of twenty twenty two, the um, well, const. Sorry, <laughs> let me restart that. On July first of twenty twenty two, constitutional carry came into effect in the state of Indiana, which means uh, you no longer need a permit to carry a handgun. So, to carry a handgun in Indiana is as simple as uh, being over twenty one and passing a background check and then paying for a firearm, and then you have a firearm. Wow. Uh, so it is no longer needed to even have a permit uh, to carry wow. a handgun. So pretty much anybody can as long as they can pass a background check. That is well, I'm going to get three. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, probably the gun laws are more like are less strict than indiana no yeah indiana and idaho uh, uh, along with both starting with i they are both definitely politically similar as well um yeah i would not be surprised (laughs) that is i want to check now yes that is absolutely crazy um i'm like i'm i'm almost 21 so i'm almost old enough to just carry a handgun in the state of indiana that is crazy wow yeah, I, um, actually, um, I was wrong about the age. It, it's not 21, it's 18. Bruh, what? <laughs> yeah, it's actually yeah. the same for Idaho, too. I just looked. I thought handguns you had to be 21 for. Uh, no, so it's actually strange. Um, to carry a handgun in Indiana, you only have to be 18, but to purchase handgun ammunition, you have to be 21 or older. It's oh. very weird. That is very weird. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is that is interesting. Thank you very much, Ben. That was a good uh, of, of course. That was a uh, good law. Are we ready for the Roblox game of the week? I am. I'm not I'm not <laughs> you better be ready. <laughs> and quite saying I'm ready is the best way to put this game because the first question I want to ask you boys is y'all know of a little uh, indie uh, cartoon called Spongebob Squarepants? I do. I do. I do too. Yeah. I think I've heard of it. 
well, then let me tell you about one of the most more interesting things to come upon my Roblox Explore, Explore page as of recently. This game is called SpongeBob the Spongy Construction Project. Now, this project is a unofficial, non-profit fan project that is entirely geared to emulate the world of Bikini Bottom and emulate the lives of Spongebob, Patrick, and all of Spongebob's other friends and villains. Wow. It's a role-playing X, uh, I guess, role-play X, like you get to do other activities and whatnot. It is hard to describe, but the main thing is that it tries to emulate what an online massively multiplayer experience for Spongebob would look like if it were to come onto Roblox. Like I mentioned though before, this game is not for profit, it's unofficial, and because it's using an IP like Spongebob, it at any point could be taken down or told to be go offline. Wow. So what makes this experience special is that while it is very high quality, it could go away anytime. So if you're not one of the people to go check out this experience, then you might miss out on a very, very good time. That's Let's crazy. Go check it out. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I want, I want to be Spongebob. Be Spongebob. You could be Patch Track. Crabby yes. Rabby. Skim Derbed. Thank you. Is that, is that all for our Roblox game of the week? Yes. All right. Thank you very much. Are we ready for our gym, Rat Slander? Oh, I am. All right. So today I was at the gym and I was doing some, some just like regular squats. I haven't gone to the gym in a while. I was feeling kind of tired. But as I was sitting there after my squats, crying, trying to hide the tears, I started to realize, wow, it hurts so much. That is what we call muscular hypertrophy, when we work out so much that our muscles are um, begin tearing down to the point where they need to be rebuilt, but stronger. Um, our bodies are naturally anti-fragile, which means uh, when stress and pressure is put on us and we start to break, we actually grow stronger from that experience. And our bodies have adapted to um, when it goes through that stress, it rebuilds itself, but stronger. So we want to activate this thing called muscle hypertrophy, um, where we get like the most out of breaking down our muscles, but not completely damaging them. Uh, we don't we don't want to like cause any serious like damage to your muscles. We just want to do enough so that they can rebuild. Um, and the way that we can do this is by, um, after each set, we do this thing called a burnout set where we just, we, and there's like a lot of ways you can burn out set. You can do a super set drop set or just, just go till failure, but we'll, we'll talk about just a drop set. This one's one of my favorite ones. You choose an exercise and you, you choose a weight relatively that you can do a lot. And then you just do that much until you fail. And then you drop the weight and keep doing it till you fail. Then you drop the weight again and keep going till you fail until there is almost no weight left. That's crazy. Wow. And yeah, it will make you want to cry like I did today. That's, oh my <laughs> gosh. That sounds like, like it sounds like, because it's every time you do a set, you're like, okay, but the next time will be lighter. So it's like almost something to look forward to, but it's still, that sounds like it would destroy somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's my gym, gym rat slander for you guys. Thank you very much 
Very cool, you guys Jeremy. All had wonderful segments for us today. Are we ready for the weird news? Yes. Okay. As always, I get the weird news straight from the Associated Press. Um, so links will be in the description, as always. Out of Washington, a curious toddler on Tuesday earned the title of one of the tiniest White House intruders after he squeezed through the metal fencing on the north side of the executive mansion. Um, so the US <laughs> send you guys down. I want to send you Wait, no, I want to send you guys this picture real quick because it's Hang really on. funny. Hang on. Um, um so yeah, a, a baby accidentally slipped through the White House gate. And they had to they had to carry him out, but I want to <laughs> um, I want to show you guys what this looked like because it's really really funny. Uh, the security guards like cat dog pile the kid. <laughs> let me just send you the let me just send you the 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 article so you guys can click on it and see this because <laughs> look at this picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. For, for our oh listeners, there's two people with one arm on a tiny child carrying him out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> making him look like a war criminal. So he was like, <laughs> he didn't do nothing wrong. He didn't do nothing wrong. Right, man. <laughs> they need to you, back up. Sir, you know your rights. <laughs> he has the right to remain silent. So U.S. Secret Service uniformed division officers who are responsible for security at the White House walked across the North Lawn to receive the tot and reunite it with his parents on Pennsylvania Avenue. Access to the complex was briefly restricted while officers conducted the reunification. It doesn't look like reunification to me. It looks like they're taking him to jail, but whatever. <laughs> Officer, officers briefly questioned the parents before allowing them to continue on their way. Secret Service spokesman Anthony Julie Gugliemi? Gugliemi? I didn't... I Sorry about that my man uh said officers quote encountered a curious young visitor along the white house north fence line who briefly entered white house grounds unquote quote the white house security teams instantly triggered secret service officers and the toddler and parents were quickly reunited unquote he said in a statement it may be the first successful intrusion into the complex since the white house fence was doubled in height to roughly 13 feet in recent years after a series of security breaches while taller, the new fence has an additional inch of space, which seems like the stupidest decision to ever make, but whatever, uh, between pickets for a total of five and a half inches between posts. Older children have sometimes become stuck in the iconic barrier, which has also been the scene of demonstrations with protesters chaining themselves to the fence. What do we think, fellas? People are going to start putting bombs on babies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. You guys, you guys ever seen? I don't like that image. Yeah, me neither. Have you guys seen uh have you guys seen JoJo Rabbit? I don't believe so. No, I don't. Okay, well there was the end sequence where I don't know if I should be explaining this part, but they had like the little the little German kids with like bombs strapped to them and they're like, "Right, go give that American soldier a hug." Oh my god. <laughs> That's essentially was... what this could turn into. <laughs> oh it was, god. It was so dark. So uh, like, I, why why did they have to hold the kid like that? I know it looks like he's trying to get <laughs> free. <laughs> I love this article title: "Toddler breaks into White House grounds after sneaking onto North Lawn through new 13 foot fence that costs 64 million dollars." <laughs> <laughs> it's like making fun of the people. It's like this costs 64 million dollars, and you let a little baby toddler walk yeah. right. 
Mans didn't even know what he was doing. <laughs> Gosh. All right, that is our My weird. Man is still in his Goo Goo Gaga mentality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously. Okay, that is it for our weird news. No local artists of the week this week, uh, and unfortunately, and no car fact, which brings us to our scores. Are you guys ready to hear your scores from the banana no. segment? Okay. Yes, sir. Well, we'll just go in episodic order. Uh, Gunner, you scored four out of five points. Dylan, you scored four out of five points. Jeremy, you scored... Oh, wait, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Not Jeremy. Ben, you scored one out of five points. (laughs) And Jeremy, you scored three out of five points. So, unfortunately, Ben is our big loser today. Um, On... (laughs) Could, could you re re uh, explain the the penalty? So essentially, everything's gonna be normal. You don't have to do anything extra except when we do. Like if anybody asks you an odds, the highest number you can say is ten. Uh, okay. Even if none of those odds hit, even if none of our odds hit at all, if we do a descending odds, you are by default gonna have to do the descending odds. So like we just elect one for you to do essentially, <laughs> um, but you get two votes. When it comes time to vote, when it comes time to a, oh, elect okay. a descending odds, yes. Okay, that that was the part that was throwing me the votes. Yes. All right. Yes. So. Yikes. With that being said, <laughs> Ben is our big loser. So uh, he on our next segment, he will not be able to say anything above ten. Are you guys ready for uh, Dylan? Would you like to say what you call this part of the, the show? Best worst part of the show. What yes. are the odds exactly it's a combination of a dare and a bet there's an odds asker and a victim uh somebody says a dare uh the odds asker sets says a dare to the victim and the victim gets to set their own likelihood of doing the dare by setting a number uh a third party counts down from three three two one and the odds asker and victim say a number between one and the number they said at the same time if they say the same number the victim has to do the dare uh, we won't really be having a descending odds this time, so I won't need to explain it. But yeah, that's 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 essentially everything. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got one to start. Okay. Uh, what was okay? Put your thinking caps on. Uh, go back to the the milk episode, which was the one that we decided was the the most hated. Coconut milk. Coconut milk. Coconut. Yeah. Okay. What are the odds? Uh, we'll go, we'll go Jeremy. Oh. oh, no. What are the odds you have to eat a whole plantain over the course of the next episode? <gasps> and the only thing you can wash it down with is oh. coconut milk. And it has to be unsweetened. The unsweetened no. was the kind that we didn't like. That is oh inhumane. My gosh. And, and the plantain has to be raw, of course. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I've never gone like above 25, I think. I'm going to go 30. All right, oh, I'll count do- down. Okay. Three, two, one. 19. 97. Oh. Not quite. Oh, thank goodness. Why would you do that? You don't know how bad that was. You. Oh. <laughs> Um, why, why, why I went for 30? No, I just both of you guys. I don't think you realize how bad that plantain was. Um, so, 
Ben. Yes. What are the odds that you send a DM to our past seven local artists of the week on Instagram saying, <laughs> quote, would you ever want to hang out socially? You guys seem lit AF. <laughs> Fire emoji. <laughs> and then tell us their responses in the next episode. Oh my gosh. That is so funny. That's so awkward. <laughs> Can't be above oh, 10. Um, should I say anything that like indicates that I'm with reality with the twist? No, no. Or... It has to be verbatim. Would you guys ever want to hang out socially? You guys seem lit AF. Fire emoji. <laughs> oh man okay uh i'll go fifth uh, oh wait i can't say higher than 10 <laughs> i guess 10 all right <laughs> who's gonna count us down i'll count you guys down okay all right three two one three ten oh. <sighs> i got one what? Yes. Okay. So, Gabe, you've been having a lot of, uh, you have a lot of assignments due this week, right? I have a lot of assignments due this week, yes. What are the odds you ask for an extension on one of those assignments, but the way you say it is, sorry, I just got too lit off a of root beer and I'm feeling <laughs> a little hungover right now. <laughs> oh my God. Oh no. Gosh. No. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and I don't care what assignment it is. I don't care what professor. That's all you. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> who would I even do that to? I'll say thirty. That's horrible. All right, somebody I'll count, count us down. down. All right, three, two, one. Seven. Eighteen. I almost said eighteen. <laughs> oh, so gosh, that's a horrible. I've got one next. Okay. Dylan. Yep. What are the odds that for the next episode you have your mic all the way up, like all the way turned up, and you can only do next episode in like as like an ASMR? That's <laughs> <laughs> the whisper to the mic. <laughs> but but you have your volume like you have your mic like all the way up. Yeah. Oh, that's so um, funny. So funny. That's really funny. I'll say fifteen. Okay. All right, I'll count okay, you down. Okay. Oh. Three. Go two, for it. One. Nine. Thirteen. <laughs> okay. Right, who then left? I guess that just leaves me with uh, the odds asking. Um. Hmm. I think Gunner's the only one that wasn't asked at odds yet, if, I, yes. if I'm correct about that. Alrighty, then uh, Gunner. What are the odds that the next time all of us boys play Roblox together and whatnot, um, you, anytime we join a game, have to find some random person in the server that we're playing with, and you just have to desperately, like, beg them like pleading like beg them to add you on roblox like plead <laughs> like desperately plead to, and beg and like, only only stop when they send you a friend request <laughs> and then upon them sending you the friend request just say ah eh, never mind <laughs> <laughs> sounds really funny but it also sounds very very um What's the word? 
sketchy. No, no, no. Just it sounds like a lot of work. Uh, it's complex, yes, but all know. right. I'll say fifteen. Okay. I'll count you down. Three, two, one, two. five. Oh. Ooh. All right, no. fellas, you know what that means. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ben, Ben, Ben. We, uh, we got to decide one. So we have, um, would you ever want to hang out socially? You guys seem lit. Yeah, fire <laughs> emoji. We have pleading with one of your professors uh, to let you, to get an extension because you got too lit off of root beer and you're a little hungover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We got pleading somebody on Roblox to add you back and then saying, never mind. Uh, and then what was the other one? ASMR. The worst. ASMR. No, that's, oh. ASMR. And then the worst dare, eating a plantain, only be able to wash it down with coconut oh, milk. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> what if we just made bends? I'm, I'm not that mean. I'm not that mean. <laughs> yeah, that one would be terrible. Yeah. Honestly, I'm, it seems so fitting with Ben for root beer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I, I, <laughs> I am personally going to vote for the Roblox one. Roblox one. <laughs> I, I I. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say I, I'm kind of thinking mine with DMing seven of our bands and telling us their reaction. <laughs> I kind of want to vote for that one just because it could be our our announcement for the next um, episode. Um, man, I I hate it. Doesn't yeah. doesn't Ben get two votes? Doesn't he just yes. choose? Well, oh, you're right. Yes. I mean, I think it's better for him to choose it at the end here. So. Oh, oh, we decide two for him. Yeah, I mean, like we oh, put in our votes, but he gets double the voting power. Mm. Um, ugh, man, I I hate doing I, this, but I think I'll go with my own. Oh my God! Okay. Which one was that? The Roblox. 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 Okay. That's two votes for Roblox. One vote for would you ever want to hang out socially? Jeremy, did you vote for one? I don't know. I, I really want to do the ASMR one. I think the ASMR one is really funny. I might actually change my vote to that one because that'd be really funny. <laughs> so two Roblox, two ASMR? Yeah, we'll do two Roblox, two ASMR. What if I vote two for another one? <laughs> then you're just gonna make this more inevitable for when you're just trying this out. Yeah, then we'll have to just re reshuffle our votes until something happens. Are you want to do? You want to do plantain and coconut milk? No. I I honestly think the emailing a professor about getting lit off root beer. <laughs> That's that's my favorite one, but oh my but also I don't want to say the part that I'm hungover because I'm on a, a dry campus yeah. that does not allow alcohol. Fair. Um, oh man, the tension's so I, thick you can cut it with a knife. Yes. Uh, I I guess I'll vote for. It. DMing seven local artists. Do you want to hang out socially? <laughs> so okay. it's a three-way tie. So it's a three-way tie. Um, I'm good with changing my vote back to that one because that's really funny. Uh, okay. If you guys want to shuffle your votes at all, be my guest. But I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll just for sake of breaking the tie, I will change my vote back to that. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with changing the, my vote to the uh, 
three the DMing one too. Yeah. Sure. All right. Sounds good to me. Ben, that's yeah. what you gotta do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, what if just none of them answer me? That'd be actually equally as funny. <laughs> if, <laughs> if zero out of seven answer you. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, Gunner. I, I, that wraps up our episode, correct? Anything else you guys want to mention? Don't, don't eat plantains uncooked. Yes, yes. True. Okay. So Laffy Taffy joke? Oh, yes. But but leave it as the last thing. We'll, we'll say bye, and then you can say your Laffy Taffy joke. Well, Gunner, do you have any okay. uh, hints to your next episode? Yeah, you, yes. Sure. So... For our next episode, we're going to be kind of doing like a a Pictionary. Okay. Okay. So how it's going to work is I will be finding random images to share with each of you. And um, you guys are to keep this secret among yourselves. Then I will assign you somebody that you're going to have to describe that image to without saying what it is. And somebody's going to have to draw it. And we will post all of these on our social media, of course. Uh, yes. But we're going to be doing a round table, and it's going to be an activity. But we're also going to be learning about some drawing games that you can go find. So, yeah. Nice. Okay. That's great. That was a great uh, hint. Um, okay. That, yeah, it's a very big hint. You kind of just gave it to us. Yeah, uh, I, I did. <laughs> yes, I'm very excited for that, though. Um, with that being said, I've been Gabriel Bickle. I've been gutter real bickle. <laughs> I've been Dylan real bickle. I've been Ben real bickle. <laughs> I've been Jeremy real bickle. <laughs> and thank you for joining us on another episode of Reality with a Twist. Bye. 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 Okay, now that the audience is gone. What type of store do apes own? What? what type? Jungle gyms! Jungle gyms! <laughs> no, oh. monkey business! <laughs> 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 <laughs>